You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. All right, everyone. It's time for another episode of the Ice Cold Takes podcast. This week, I'm joined by the host of the Gen Z Hoops podcast, John Hartafilis. John used to go to school with me in Kyriakos, and he now works for MSG Networks. So that's how I was able to go to the game on Monday night. Really appreciate you coming on, man. How are you? This is going to be fun. The moment you mentioned it to me in the stands of MSG, like, John, you got to come on Ice Cold Takes. I was like, dude, like, that would be a dream come true. Because um, I've been watching this. I've, I've been following you guys, obviously, since you guys started. Uh, Kyriakos and I were roommates, actually, at Stevens, my, uh, my, our freshman year. Um, got to know each other really well. You always buy the room. So I got to know you. And when I, I've never been a big hockey fan, which is why it's number one, funny that I'm on this show, but number two, I'm, I'm like, that's what makes it so exciting uh, to have gone to that game and sit next to you. And you, you taught me a lot uh, during those three periods. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was really cool. Just like being in that atmosphere, being in MSG. I, I love the garden. And when I got these, the chance for free tickets through my uh, internship, I, the first person I thought of with Rangers was Kiriakos. So I told him like, yo, let's, let's make a whole plan. Let's go, let's go to this game. Um, he didn't, unfortunately didn't, wasn't able to end up coming, but you, 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 you came, we had a great time and I learned a lot about hockey and the, the fan experience there for sure. You know, the last time I went to the garden for a Rangers game was you told me it was like years ago, right? 2013. Crazy. I'm happy. I could Crazy. bring that back, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that I was able to go back. Like, Oh my gosh. It, the, like the seats were amazing. Like section 110, right? Oh yeah, right, right. Oh man, we, we don't we, we don't play, we don't play we don't play games here. We don't play we, games. Oh man, yeah. That, we, I I don't know what the two hundred. I think I told you when we were going when we were going to the escalator. I'm like, dude, like we don't use that escalator right there. That, not that one. We use the escalator like, to the one hundred level. Now we don't we don't go past that. Never. never. I, I was like I was gonna keep going all the way to the top. I was like, wait, what? I was I've never had like one hundred level seats before. Like I've always been nosebleeds or whatever in in uh in hockey games at least. And, you know, I, I think the view is just incredible. Like you could see everything. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to describe, like, you know, it, everything looks so real, like the sound of the puck too. the ice looks so clean and stuff. Uh, like you could see the boards like actually rattle and stuff. Like you could, you could see it. A oh little my bit God. TV, I, like, I was worried for some of the people behind the boards, man. Those things were, they were like up against the glass. Uh, guys were, it was crazy. Yeah. That's that, that stuff like rarely once in a blue moon it'll it'll fall off but like nothing bad will ever happen like the netting is there in case like a puck goes up but like the board the 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 glass isn't gonna like kill someone or something (laughs) i've seen i've seen players hit people through the glass i've seen them break the glass with a shot like pretty crazy stuff but i mean pretty much since like as soon as the puck dropped you were right in there like you were focused in Dude, the i'm zone. not gonna like, lie oh my god this is insane yeah so i'm a positive person people know that whether you like watch my show whether you might you know my parents like I literally when I, I got home just now i took you know it was uh we wanted to do the show i get home and mom was like oh how are you and i'm like mom how great I, I, I always go with this expression of like how great is this like how awesome is today like my <laughs> whatever like and my mom's always like my parents always like what the hell's wrong with this kid like why is he like this but obviously right like that's that's my positive energy i bring it's like like, sure. Am I the biggest hockey fan in the world? No. Right. I, I don't really know anything about the sport and I was going into it. It's kind of a noob, right? My totally the case, but am I going to go into it with high energy and make it a lot of fun? Yeah. And for the first few minutes, that's exactly what I did. I literally was like guns blazing, like just like literally making noise whenever like something happened, whether it's a guy got hit or the puck got hit or the ball got passed or something happened. Like I was, I was like complete, like the way 
my sister watches basketball, but like with excitement, but like the same like curiosity, like not knowing what's going on. That's how I was that hockey game. And man, that, that made it that taking that approach made it that much more enjoyable because I could have easily just been there. Like, eh, I don't like hockey that much. I'll go on my phone, but not a start. I had to bring the fire, man. I had to bring the energy. It was a good start. I mean, the Rangers had a really good chance in, in the very beginning. They didn't end up scoring until the third period. Right. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit, but I mean, that start was just, was, was incredible. Like just being there for me too. It was like, it was nice to be back at the garden. You know what I mean? Like seeing oh, yeah. the Rangers up close and they were coming towards us too, which was important to so, like, I could see it very clearly. They weren't going down the other end. Yep. I thought, I mean, the pretty much the first, the 19 out of the 20 minutes in the first period were incredible. The only thing that sucked was when, um, was when Calgary scored in like the last minute. They they had a nice little yeah. passing play and they they got it by the goalie. Shesterkin is his name. We were trying to get you guys to like uh we went with with uh with John and a couple of his other friends and we're trying to I'm trying to explain like okay Adam Fox is the best player on the ice. Okay Shesterkin is the goalie. Uh this, these are the guys you gotta know. But you can say the- it five more times I still won't know. Right. <laughs> but right. but keep going. <laughs> yeah but I mean I think entertaining start Julian Goche, oh, the yeah. guy that the Goche was the guy that like made that really, really big hit, like going Ooh, away yeah. from the boards. Like he, he kind of like powered to the net, like by himself with the puck. And then he kind of lost it. And then like, he skated back super hard, super, super hard. And like, he just, he leveled this guy up against the boards. And that was like, you're like, Whoa, your mind was blown. Like crazy, man. Then like uh, there was a scrum too, and you got your phone out and you're you're like losing it, like because you wanted to see it. And I'm like, all right, it's got to it's if something cheap happens, someone's gonna fight. And I told you that's what was gonna happen, right? You did tell me that. You said it was gonna happen. I, I was very excited when it did happen. My phone was not fast enough, and also they were on the other side of the ice, which was kind of like I had to zoom in a little bit too much. Right. Uh, it's not the best video. Uh, but a good dog pile, a good, like a good old fashioned scrum. Unfortunately, the gloves did not come off. So it was only a two minute power play for you. I'm sorry. It was a two minute, whatever it's called. Yeah, It was a four on four. So each yeah. player got two minutes for roughing. It there, wasn't there's, a, there's a word for that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I was explaining to you the five minute major for fighting. So when that happens, it's like, okay, the back in the day, the, the players used to take their helmets off. They used to go throw their stick, throw their gloves, take off their helmet, throw that down. And then they just like, go in like a like a stand-up like a western style fight and then they'd go both players would go off to the box for five minutes <laughs> but this one was just yeah. like I, nowadays you're not allowed to take your helmet off uh you're allowed to take your gloves off so i feel like that's just dumb to take your helmet off it is yeah why is. would you do that like, that's just the worst decision you could possibly make like that's like the one thing you have going for you is that back in the on. 60s and the 70s it was pretty common more often than not players would play without a helmet oh, that's what probably before that's what i'm still right now it's illegal to do that i would imagine you have to have your helmet on at all times no oh yeah and now you see now you're seeing play all players start to wear visors and pretty soon if i had to make a prediction with within the next 10 20 years more people are going to start wearing the full face shield like because it hurts to get hit by the puck. It's vulcanized, oh, rubber, vulcanized rubber, and they freeze it before the game. I mean, I'm sure you must look – I mean, you probably look really cool in it. But also, like, for, like, there's no reason not to, I would think, right? I mean, because when you're wearing a helmet like that, even if your, like, face is completely exposed, which, number one, is dangerous, like you just mentioned, but you can't really see your face anyway. Like, the one big thing I think that, like, hockey and football – really are a disadvantage to when it comes to a sport like basketball or soccer is that, you know, marketability of athletes, like the faces aren't shown. That's a huge part of it. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't, like I watch football. I'm when I watch a lot of other sports other than basketball, obviously. And 
I still follow a good amount, and I still like don't know like who some tight end like, like tight ends look like. Like they say they're right. I'm like that's him. I'm like that's really what he looks like. I know his number, right? I know his. I can pronounce his. I can spell his. Some a lot of you know like let's say like, the crazy last name. I like, can still spell them because I'm an I'm an invested football fan, for example. But I just don't know what their faces look like. Obviously, everyone knows Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, but outside, you get a little further away to some of those skill positions or some like those linemen that like even might be pretty well known. It's tough. That's right. Yeah, I think baseball and basketball probably do the, do that the best, like in terms of showing the players' faces. Obviously, because the baseball helmet that you wear is like it's only covering your ear. Yeah, top of your head or Big whatever. Difference. You wear the hat or whatever, and then basketball is just like you know. Well, and only one person's wearing the helmet when the batter's wearing the helmet. Everyone else isn't wearing a helmet in baseball. Now everyone in baseball example. In baseball, now everyone's starting to use like the chin, like the helmet, gotcha. that, the chin strap that extends out because a lot of people have been getting hit in the face. Because, uh, I mean, these pitchers nowadays, they like, they throw really, really hard, like high no, 90s, 95, 100 miles an hour, and they'll lose control sometimes. And uh, some guy on the Mets got drilled by a fastball, like in upper 90s this year, and his his face was just completely... Like, oh man, there's man, blood see, I don't follow baseball. I don't know about that, but I'm, right. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look it up. I can guarantee you I will not be Googling that right now. Normally yeah. I want to yeah. be informed, but right now I'll pass. I'll take some uh some some uh some just uh, not, some uh innocence on this and just not whatever the word is, like ignorance is bliss and just not look into this. You know, some it's funny like that you like the fighting in hockey. There's some people that think it doesn't belong, that it's not part yeah. of the game. I would argue that only because it's not in any other sport that I want, because like, I, I think I get definitely, it's funny. I'm, I'm more like the not aggressive. I'm a very non-aggressive person. Like I said, sure. um, I, I've never gotten a technical foul in a basketball game. My coaching style is very like hands-off. Like I'll go up to the, I actually have my referee license. I'll go up to the reps and be like, Hey, like you missed that. Or like, I'll, or, like, I'll explain like, Oh, you missed that because of this. Like, and this you'll, you'll the speak rule up, right. Yeah. yeah. But I'll speak up in a very, you're not like, aggressive in a very like diplomatic way, a very calm way. I'm not going to gotcha. berate someone. Um, it's very, you know, like when I say you, you missed that, it's more like, Oh, you missed that because of this. Like, Oh, if you look at, you know, if you really interpret the rules in this way, you kind of missed that. Or, you know, maybe we should have taken it this way. Or what did you see? Very, very calm. Um, so I, I've never been once again to a fight. I've never been into a fight in my entire life. Uh, and I hope I don't have to go through that ever. And like, you know, I'd probably get my face smashed in. Uh, I'm not, you know, that, that, that kind of person, but that being said, I was really riled up for that Rangers game. I'm not going to lie. I really wanted to see, I, I would have loved to see brawls in every, in every five minute increment. That would have been great. Like that just, I, <laughs> I would have loved that. Obviously I don't condone violence. We don't condone violence at Gen Z hoops. Here we, 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 we like our, we like our peace. We like our, we like everyone to be friendly. Uh, we promote uh, the network and the, and the, and the, and the nurturing environment that, that, that necessitates that. But at the same time, who doesn't like a good, a good fight, a good one, right? right a good entertaining, one. Man. Who doesn't like a good, like some good, some good passion displayed on the field, on, 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 on the, on the, on the, on the hockey rink, on the field of play. I would love to see it. I'm not going to lie. It would just would have really excited me. And we did, we saw one. Um, it was just exciting. It was different. It was something I don't really get to see a lot. And who knows if I get to, if I go to have a game again, I'll be, hopefully I guess you get to see some more. So I wonder how many fights, how many fights are there on average in a, in a hockey game? They don't happen too often anymore. Really? On, yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, it used to like, at some point in like the mid two thousands, it was probably like at least a fight a game. Nowadays it's the, the entire league's getting really young. 
it's kind of like basketball. There's a lot of young players in basketball, right, that are really talented and stuff. And it's kind of shifting away from that, you know, the late 90s where everyone's like, like 90s basketball is all about like grit and stuff, I feel like. And then I don't watch much basketball, but I've just seen like some documentaries on the like the Knicks 94 team or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like they were like a tough, a tough team to play against. And then like, you know, and then going back to the NHL, like nowadays, lots of lots of young players and that are filled with talent and not so much of like the physical ass physical side of it. I guess they're trying not to, you know, allow fighting in the younger leagues. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. You don't want your kids throwing punches or whatever, getting into fights, breaking their noses, bloody noses and stuff like that. You don't want that happening, but I mean, not it's, fights don't happen as often anymore, but it depends on the team. So like the Rangers and the Capitals, like there's a lot of physical play in that because last year, um, I don't know if you saw this, a guy on the Capitals ragdolled one of the Rangers players, grabbed him by the hair. and threw him I'm, I'm the looking this up. I'm looking this up. Yeah. Look up Tom Wilson Panarin. Just Tom? like Tom Wilson on Panarin. Yeah. P-A-N-A-R-I-N. Oh, here we go. Scrum. Oh my God. I'm, I'm playing this live. I hope I, let me see it. I'll turn the volume. Can you hear the volume? Oh, can you hear I the volume? Hear I could hear it. Good. I'll lower it. Oh, oh, right, right in the goal. Wait, something's going to happen. Oh, he punched him while he was down. Yep. Oh my God. Oh punch my God. This is a bro. This is pandemonium. Sucker punches everywhere. Yep. He Hold punched up. One Hold play. up. Hold up. Oh man. Some oh oh he hit the floor so hard. Yeah, he could have severely injured him. Oh Thank my God, God that guy's right like there, dude. Is there more after he hits the floor? He looked. He he turns himself into an idiot in the penalty box. He stands up like a clown. Like I don't care about that. I don't care about. Like, I don't care he, about anything after what just happened, dude. But, he suplexed him. Isn't that? What yeah, that is? I know. You're not allowed. You're not supposed to be able to do. You're that. not supposed to do any of that stuff. But like that, it was no. great. That was awesome. You should have been suspended for the punch to the ice on that player that was like face down. That was yeah. Buchnevich. He's not on the team on the Rangers anymore. But that should have been a that should have been like a suspension, arguably. And then the one where he pulls, grabs the guy, and then throws him to the ice. That's. <laughs> that's suspendable too and this is a guy that does this all the time so what the rangers did in the offseason was they got all of these gritty players all these tough hard to play against players that know how to fight but know how to play hockey too and they added them to the lineup lost some of their young talent so that you know like god forbid one of their younger players their up-and-coming guys were on there and that guy did it to one of them he could have ruined his career. You know what I mean? They don't want that happening. So that's why, that's why they ended up going out and getting some some grit or whatever. Bigger players, harder to ah, play things against. Things like that are happening. You need some more grit on your team. You need you needed those in four, like in the NBA. I'll just kind of have those parallels. There's some player James Johnson. Everyone knows like, like when he's on when he's when he when he like, James Johnson. No one in the league will fight a James Johnson team. And James Johnson's not an amazing player, but he's like a double triple black belt like in every kind of martial art like there's videos you can look it up where like a fight will start and guys will look and see that it's him and run away i swear like no one is messing with james johnson absolutely nobody he should go he should go into the ufc when he retires he might i mean honestly it's kind of it's really funny to see 
like these big bass grown like you know six eight dudes turn around they see him and they're like nope not me not for me what is not that dude what does he play does he play like in the paint is he like all yeah, around the net? Yeah, he's not. He's not a small. He's not a tiny six foot guard. He's definitely a bigger dude. He's not like a three point shooter. Or yeah, that'd be that would be if he was just like a really small. If it was like a if he was like a step like not the Steph Curry. Just Steph Curry has some size on him too. But like just for for the hockey listeners, maybe not don't know most basketball players like the Steph Curry esque like size or build. If like that was if he was that size, that'd be really impressive. But no, he's definitely a, a bigger guy. Um, a little bit more imposing, but also knows what he's doing. So that's why everyone's terrified. It says he's six foot seven, 240 pounds, which in basketball isn't huge. So it's still impressive. It's not like he's seven feet tall, <laughs> but like in any other sport, in any other sport, he's a monster. If yeah. you played hockey, that's like, that's like six eleven or something like that. Cause of the skates. That's, that's like, Oh God, that's a terror. Jeez, man. You wouldn't go anywhere near a player that big. Usually. I'm gonna look this up right now. I love how we could do oh. this, man. Six nine is the tallest. No. Oh, Chara. Chara is six yes, nine. Yes, Dino Chara. Yeah, he's he's a dinosaur. That and guy's Joe been in the league since the nineties. John Scott's a couple six eight guys, three six eight guys. John Scott was a fighter. Chara is like one of the one of the best defensemen. Tyler Myers, Andrek Sertz, Brian Boyle. I'm learning all these. Jamie Oleksiak. Whoever these people are, man, this is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's the yeah. fattest. Robin Lechner, 30.4. What is that? Robin Lechner is the fattest hockey player. That's what it says. <laughs> He's a goalie. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. You wouldn't, you, I wouldn't think a striker. I would, would say fattest, Phil but. Kessel. Phil Kessel is, um, he's, he's like a goal scorer. But he's like he's so chunky and oh, his no BMI one is 30. Oh, it's going by BMI. That's why it's not by weight. It's by BMI. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So his BMI is thirty point. I don't even know. BMI is like a, not a very good indicator of anything. But he's six foot four, two fifty, and the other guys. No, everyone. He looks like he's outweighing everybody on this list. Who? Who's the guy you mentioned? Phil Kessel. If you look look up a picture of Phil Kessel, and you would never think that he's good at. Phil hockey. Kessel's not even on this list. Phil Kessler. Phil Kessel. K E. How do you spell his name? K-E-S-S-E-L. And then like, oh, you have to, oh, he's only 203 pounds. That's you need the, to look at a full body. You got to look at a full body picture of him. Oh, that just, is, this is a, this is a thick boy right here. You're right. But no, he's only, he's only 203 pounds. The other guy was 250. Yeah. So but for his point. height, it's just like, yeah, yeah. chunky boy. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't know how he's good at hockey, but he is. He's a great you know, player. Before you were educating me on hockey, I got to give Diago credit. He was giving me a lot of knowledge my freshman year at Stevens. Literally, I was like, I, I just didn't know. I was like really trying to figure things out. I, I, I played in the NHL, so I would always beat him in 2K. And I, and like he would like, the thing was though, he would like, I would like beat him in 2K by like, you know, sometimes by a lot, sometimes by a little bit. He would smoke me in NHL. Like, like when I say smoke me, like it would be like, I'd be, he'd give me the best team. I'd take the work. I'm sorry. Yeah, he gave me the best team. He'd take the worst team, and it wouldn't even be close. Like it'd be over like, the first period, like three nothing or something. Oh my god, he was so good. I I couldn't like I couldn't compete. You know, he's actually really, Kyriakos is really good at at shell. Like, even though I watch it, I suck at the game too. Like, I, oh my god, I'm so he he smokes me. Every Dude, I might have scored. Time. I might have scored one goal in the history of my time playing him at Stevens, and I definitely rubbed it in his face, and he scored four more on me. <laughs> That's definitely what happened. That's definitely what happened. 
like I scored by accident, you know, like that's kind of what happened. And then he, he like went, you know, Jordan, I don't know. I mean, I know like, um, uh, like, like, yeah, whatever that comparison would be like in terms of that, you know, killer mentality guys in hockey, that's what Kiriakos did to me. He, he smoked me. So, oh yeah. Like the don't let down, don't, don't, don't let up. On, don't piss him off. Don't piss off Kiriakos when you're playing him in a, in challenge. Oh that's yeah. That's my advice. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I played him once. He took like literally like the Chinese team or like the German team. Oh my like God. The lowest Disrespectful. Right. And I've played with like, uh, the best player in the league right now, his team. And I tried putting that player on like every single line so that he was always out there. And I still lost. I still lost. It was close. It was a close game, but I mean, I still lost. That was, that was the problem. Like, it's like it's like putting like Bo. It was like putting Bo Jackson out there, like Bo Jackson from the 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 nineties NFL yeah NFL game or whatever, whatever that famous Tecmo Bowl or whatever. I don't even know what. It was oh, like the NFL, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was like literally like on, he would like get ninety nine yard touchdowns every single possession. Right, right. Like yeah, you could you could run all. I think Family Guy did like a, a skit of that where it's like you know Peter's controlling Bo Jackson and he goes from like one end of the zone all the way back to his own end and then all the way down to the other end and he's like untouched. Like you can't yeah. cannot be stopped. Cannot be stopped. I had a player like that on all my lines and I still lost. That's crazy. That's how good Kyriakos is at, at Shell. But oh, we gave yeah. him a little shout out here. I wish I wish we could have seen him at the game. So I haven't seen him in quite some time. We obviously t- talk all the time. But yeah, definitely a rematch in Shell is not happening anytime soon. Oh yeah, for sure. For me, no. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna buy the next NHL. I'm not even buying NHL 22. That's how um, bad. He yeah, is. honestly, freshman year at Stevens, I played a lot of video games. I was down bad. I was just playing a lot of video games a good amount. After that, I haven't touched. I sold my Xbox my sophomore year of college. Haven't gone back. I've been done. I kind of discounted. That's a yeah. big move selling your Xbox. You got, I think Jeez. at some point you gotta like like. I, it's a good media player. Like right now, I kind of wish I still had it because I didn't sell it for that much. It would have been good for like you know, for like, DVDs or- for like really cutting the core. I've been trying to tell my parents to like you know switch to like YouTube TV and stuff and like not be paying. Like you could save a lot of money doing that. Oh yeah, and, d- yeah. Get off of cable. Yeah, and just have one thing to plays everything, which an Xbox is pretty good at. So that that's a minor regret. Plus, like when I have friends over. You know, the occasional 2K game, whatever. But honestly, in terms of like playing by myself, like I'm so liberated by getting rid of my Xbox. It has completely changed my productivity. Like it, because it's so easy. Like the dopamine rush you get from Xbox is huge. Like same thing with anything with anything else. So when you get hooked on that, it really, there were times, there were days where I just, yeah, I'd be playing two, I'd be playing 2K and nonstop in our dorm. All day. Yeah. Those days are behind us. Those days are behind us. Now we're on to MSG and Gen Z hoops and all this other stuff. Let me, let me ask you about that. Uh, for all of our listeners and possibly for your listeners, if they wanted to listen to this episode, um, how did you end up getting an internship at MSG networks? Wow. Okay. This is, these are, so we're going non-hockey, but this is, this is the good yes. stuff, right? I think, thank you for asking about this. And I, like, it comes back to hockey because of all, the whole MSG connection and how we got to our, the Rangers game. I really appreciate you asking that though. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a student, I'm a student associate at MSG to kind of explain to everyone uh, in productions and programming uh, under Sam Simmons, who's and there's a big chain of command at MSG. So like, I really, I really don't even understand like where I am and everything because there's some people above right. me and stuff. There's like so many different departments and, but I am an MSG networks. We're across the street um, on, uh, it's we're, we're 11 Penn. So if you're standing outside MSG, like kind of the main entrance that everyone knows and you look straight ahead, you'll see a big MSG network sign. That's my office. 
Um, really cool and, and really enjoy being there. Since day one, it's been a lot of fun. I wasn't doing too much the first few days, but now it's really kicked up because uh, the season started. So we're doing a lot like day in and day out. Um, but I really enjoy what I'm doing. Uh, the way I got it to answer your question was um, I'd met um, with this one recruiter slash HR advisor, Cindy Charloff in a, it was called the Sync Conference in February of this, of, of 2021. So just a few months, uh, seven, seven, nine, uh, seven, eight months ago. Um, and we built a relationship to where I had to come and talk to my sports business club. So one of the big things in my new school, so I transferred from Stevens to Baruch College. Um, I started the sports business club there virtually. And I'd have her come into all our, our meetings and talk to you know my, 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 the members in my club. She brought some uh, current student associates at the time to talk to everybody and tell them about the internship and what they could expect, which was great. And I built that relationship, which is something very important. You know, it's not just a hockey thing or a basketball thing. This is a life thing, right? In terms of building these connections and these relationships. So I got really close with Cindy from the four or five times she spoke to my club and she, we, we had that. So when the application time came, obviously a lot of members of my club, my, my, my club applied, which I was disappointed that none of them got it. Um, but thankfully I was able to move through the internship. I did a few interviews for different jobs. So they had me in different departments. So at first I was going to do the Jumbotron, like edit, my main skills, editing videos. I was going to edit videos that go up on the Jumbotron. Now that's the easiest, that's the best like story to tell. Cause I can easily tell like, Oh yeah. Like Joey, like, you know, I edit the videos that go on the Jumbotron. Like, you know, that's me. That would have been much easier of a story. But I think what I'm doing now, which was, you know, they interviewed me for that one. And then they said, okay, let's move it. You know, we don't think you're the best fit for this because of your skill set. Like, you know, you're more on the production side of the movie over there. Like, so I did a couple of bouncing around interviews for different departments. Uh, we settled on MSG Networks, which is honestly the best fit for me possible because the first job was with like MSG Entertainment, I think. It wasn't really MSG, it wasn't even MSG Sports. And it would have been cool. Like it would have been cool to like be to see my work up there and like have that story. But at the same time, what I'm doing now with MSG Networks, I'm right there firsthand with all these different shoots. I'm able to utilize the, like a lot of my connects. One thing that's been great is my bosses turned to me and said, "Hey, we need to do a story on Black History Month or on uh, you know on all these ideas." And like, what's crazy about that? I, I keep on telling people like what I'm doing now for Black History Month. It's October. Black History Month is in February. And literally we're like behind on getting our stuff ready for black history month. It's crazy. Like we're like, like that's how far in advance this stuff happens. Like the stuff I'm working on now won't go live until February. And the stuff I'm working on in like by Christmas time, like around December, probably will never, I'll be gone, but well, hopefully, I mean, maybe I get rehired and I come back next year as a, a, a for a full-time job or I, I, you know, I have a lot of other options for, for next year. I haven't really decided on yet. Um, but if, if I, if my, if my time at MSG is not done with this internship, I will be, I will not be on staff when my, when the things I'm working on in two months go live, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how it all happened. Uh, went through the interview process, had like a couple rounds of interviews. It took from May until August for me to find out both because of the multiple different departments I was speaking with on top of like, you know, how many, there's a lot of other student associates and they, you know, it was all spaced out. Um, I did my last interview in Vegas for NBA Summer League. I was already there. I was doing it there for Summer League. And they asked me if I could do an interview. And I said, hey, like, would love to come on um, and do an interview. The one issue is that um, our bus leaves for the arena at 7.30 in the morning Pacific time. So I'd have to do it the latest at 7 p.m. I'm sorry, 7 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern. Is that possible? Obviously, no one wants to do like, like my, no, no one to do an interview with me at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. Eastern. Well, which I would still would have done. I would have woken up at 5 a.m. Pacific time and I've done it. Uh, but I ended up waking up, uh, doing the interview at 7, was done by 7.25, sprinted down the lobby to the bus, got on the bus at 
29, like in 59 seconds, like right, right, right as the bus was like pulling out, I didn't have to chase it, but I you know, got on to my seat and then the bus started moving. And then like around four minutes into the bus ride, I get a phone call from a random number. Uh, I pick up obviously, cause I just finished an interview. So I figured it was for that. And it was uh, one of the other hiring managers, Isabella. And she offered me the job and said, I'd be getting the email and all this stuff. And I was really excited because it was a long process to end up getting the internship. I finally got it. Um, one of the big perks, obviously, is is the free games uh, for Knicks and Rangers, which I'll definitely be taking advantage of. Um, but definitely, I mean, even without that, I, I love what I'm doing. Um, it's just a great way to kind of, I, I've never felt like such a New Yorker, which is funny because I've been living in New York. Number one, I've lived in New York City my entire life. And I've been commuting to New York City for high school and college for the last seven years, uh, about to be eight years, actually. So it's funny, like, even with that being the case right now, I feel like number one, I mean, our teams are good for the first time in my lifetime. So that's good in terms of the, the Knicks finally being like, you know, a team to really root for. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. But yeah, it, it's just really fun. I mean, take one thing out. Take like you know a big perk out of free tickets. Take the you know the Knicks being good out, and it's I still would enjoy it. But with all these things happening at the same time, man, I, I love my life and I love what's going on right now. Who knew all it would have taken was for you to sell your Xbox? Honestly, maybe. <laughs> I, it, they really, it's, it's decisions like that, I think, that really just reshape your focus and get you locked in. Obviously, there's a lot of other decisions like that. I mean, the big thing was, was the podcast. That kind of made me a very entrepreneurial. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that had a, a, a huge Oh, oh yeah, part of like you know what they were looking for. And Definitely, stuff. I mean, in terms of the content and then the people you surround yourself with is, I think, even more important. Like having you know really good friends, you know, roommates like Idiaco. Uh, you know, we had some good times freshman year and some good conversations. My 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 best friend in college, Jesse K. Obviously, he does all this entrepreneurial stuff. Um, so having him as a as a as a, I, I, oh, do I call him a mentor now? And really, he's going to be holding that against me. Call him a mentor, as a <laughs> as a resource. Well, use the word resource as a. <laughs> as someone to go to, as someone to learn from, as someone to, to go through this experience with, like, you know, this life with and, and kind of all these lessons from and, you know, learn from me, learn, learn from each other. How about this? Like, you know, then I'll, I'll, get, I'll give them that much. Um, but that's been super helpful. Like it, it's really, there's so much that goes into it. And this could be a three hour podcast if you wanted it to be of me talking about that. Um, but that's really, those are really the, the real, the bit, the surface level of, of, of what it means to build those relationships. And look, sometimes, like everyone always asks me, like, you know, why do you have these guests in your podcast? And look, some guests, maybe they're, it's a lot of guests I think are great people and, and we still keep in touch. Some, maybe they come on the show and then they don't really care anything, whatever, for whatever reason, we don't really keep in touch. And that's unfortunate, but it's sometimes you're going to get the people, you know, the Cindy Charloffs of the Charloffs of the world where now I'm going to miss you. You know what I mean? It's like that, those things will happen. And it only takes one really good connection and you're going to have a lot more it takes one outstanding connection. You're going to get a lot more like really good ones, a couple great ones, a couple like pretty good ones, eh, like, like moderate ones, very few bad ones. I would hope if you do it right. Um, so that's a big thing of, of me and how I ended up where I am and doing this. Uh, and that's how we got to that hockey game, uh, which was a lot of fun. Oh, and yeah. I, one thing I was impressed about Joey was how, like, I, I definitely remember a lot of these things. And I was really locked. I was, I was as locked in as possible for someone who doesn't know hockey, 
But do you have like notes right now? Because you're like rattling these plays out as they like. Do you just you just you just love it that much? A couple. A couple I have a couple notes. Like say like I, but I don't really need them here. I, I remember. That's what I'm saying. You were just popping out. You're like, oh, when this when that goal happened on the other side, and we were you were on the other side of the ice, and and the, you obviously mentioned the fight that like that. There's no way I'd ever forget that. Obviously, the fight was very important. But like my other, record- you mentioned other small plays at the beginning of the podcast, and I was thinking to myself like, damn, like Joey cares about this. My like, yeah. My recollection of, of like recent hockey events is, is like pretty good. When I was younger, like maybe like 12 years old, I was able to remember like goals from two seasons ago. Like now I can't even do, I can't remember goals from like two seasons ago, unless I see it, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Um, But like, I mean, I remember certain plays and stuff like that. I'm invested in the sport, like pretty much. Oh yeah. That's like how you are with basketball. I'm assuming. Right. So yeah, I mean, that's, I wake up, my goal in life is to wake up every day thinking about basketball. And that's what I do now. Luckily, my, I have my parents to support me. And you know, that's why I'm able to, to do that, on a, you know, as, as an intern. The goal is to make it a career where I can, you know, obviously make us make a living and think about basketball every day. That could be through me coaching high school, which I already do now. That could be through continuing at MSG. That could be through a whole different avenue. That could be on the team side. That could be a million different ways. Um, it doesn't really matter what way it is. Obviously, I have my preferences. But the big thing is that I'm, I, I'm doing what I love. Um, and I'm able to enjoy to, to really like this, that's what this what makes this year so special is like my entire life going to a Knicks game was such a big deal. And it still is. But like it'd be like the one time a year my dad would take me to a Knicks game. And it was like, you know, awesome. And you know, I would sit there and I would like, you know, after the first quarter, I was like, man, I have three quarters left. I'm a quarter of the way done. Like, you know, they blah, blah, blah. Like and like if I, I would never I would never check my phone. Like I'd have my phone turned off because I don't want anyone bothering me because that, because like it was such a big deal. I was at this game with my dad. I didn't want to waste let any second go to waste. You're invested in that game. Oh yeah. Now it's a little different. Cause I mean, obviously just like, you know, it's human nature to just get like, you know, to like get used to it in, in a way, but all my coworkers, like, I don't get why they don't take advantage of it. Like I, I, it doesn't, it makes no sense to me. Like, John, you're really going to this game too. Like, what are you going to do? Go to all 41 as if it's ridiculous. And I'm like, uh, yeah, like I'm going all 41 games. Like, you kidding me? You can offer me free tickets that retail for like, you know, I don't want to get into how much they, they go for. And you can give me them for free. And you want me to like stay at home or like, you know, like go to like, no, are you kidding me? Like I'm, I'm going to these games no matter what. I have my schedule cleared. I told my parents and like my you know people, I said, like, okay, they, you know, in February, you want me to go to this thing, this wedding? Can't, next game. Like, can't do it. <laughs> like, sorry, wedding, whatever, whatever it is, like, cross that off because the Knicks are playing that night and I will be at that game. <laughs> um, all 41 are happening unless something crazy happens. Um, thankfully, ba- the Xavier basketball schedule doesn't interfere. I-, I checked to make sure that every Friday for our triple headers was clear. Uh, so, because that's obviously, that's a big priority. That's a huge part of my life. Uh, but other than that, it's going to take a lot to make me miss a-, a beautiful day at Madison Square Garden, a beautiful day. And every day is a beautiful day. And, you know, you know how we're like saying, you know, how did, how did, how did you not forget? How did you not forget that play? Or how do you remember all these plays? Like, yeah. do you have the notes? One thing from that game that we went to that I, neither of us will ever forget was okay. getting on the Jumbotron, man. Like, yes. Yes. Through the, in, in the third period, like the Rangers got a power play. It was, it was winding down. It was like towards the end of the power play. Right. Right before 14 minute mark. And I know that because today I was trying to go through with my PA to find the clip and we couldn't find that. Like we found obviously them scoring the goal. So I know when it happened. And also the big thing, they do it by military time. So like, it'll say like 21 49, like if that, whatever time it happened at in real time. 
um because you can track that on like the different angles not just like you know the score you know because you can't always see the scoreboard and stuff like that so they have it like to where it's military time um i really want to find that i really want to find that clip it's definitely somewhere it definitely they definitely record that stuff and it's somewhere i don't know if it's publicly accessible to every employee the way you know like i can see every game i can see every highlight but the jumbotron stuff like they probably just don't care to post it i'm gonna try to find it though I'm going to try to find it and give it to you, Joey. See, like, they were originally going to do it, like, right before, like, they cut to, like, a commercial break or something, or they, they, they were using something else on the board, and they're like, oh, wait, hang on, we'll, we'll, we'll get it on the next one. We'll get it on the next one. And then it turns out, right before the face-off, the, where um, the Rangers ended up scoring, right before that, that was when we were on the Jumbotron. And it was so weird how all that turned out. So we were, we were like, okay, all right, you guys are going on the Jumbotron next. Not happening. We'll get it next. Okay. We were on the Jumbotron. We're having a great time. They drop the puck. And then the Rangers fucking score. Oh, my God. We'll have to like, curse in this podcast. Like, what? We'll have to curse here. Yeah. Uh, cold takes. Yeah, yeah. That game, that was, yeah. fucking, that was a fucking awesome moment. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I don't curse a lot. I hope my freshman players aren't listening to this. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I don't curse very often. I just wanted to do it for emphasis because it's a hockey podcast. So I can be a little bit more aggressive, and right? A little bit more shelly. Sh- <laughs> but literally, I, I did you see the goal happen? Did you like watch the whole thing? I, I can't remember much about the goal, man. Like, honestly, honestly, neither do I. Because then the reason why is because when we were on the jumbotron. My friend Ryan, Ryan McGraw. There are two Ryan's that were there's Ryan McGraw and Ryan Kennedy. Ryan McGraw was like sprawled because like he like like Ryan Kennedy pushed him. And we're on the jumbotron. He like falls on top of me. So like I'm like in disarray. Like you're all, you know, you're I'm holding my beer. Like we're like completely in like absolute, like definitely not paying attention to the hockey game. And all of a sudden you hear the boom, like everyone's going crazy. Like that's one thing I gotta shout out hockey for. You guys have the best, like I love okay. Football does the fireworks when goals just went up. Oh my god, I, I know football. I can't well, I was thinking hockey. Football does the fireworks when when a touchdown scored, which is pretty cool. Like they do the flyover and stuff, whatever. But the whole like, whoa, that's fun. Does every team do that? Like, how does that work? Is that a Rangers thing? Okay, so the Rangers have had that chant for such a long ass time, like early 2000s, maybe late 90s. That's that's the Rangers chant. Gotcha. Um, Everyone's got a goal song. Every team's got a goal song, but not everyone has a chant, I would say. The chant is is what sets us apart. Honestly, like our, our, our chant is unique and stuff like that. Like, you know, you know, when you hear the Rangers goal song, you know, it's ours. Huh, you know, it. it's us. That's what you need. It's, I mean, you guys are one of the, what, first five, six franchises? Original six. Yeah. We were one Original of the, six. There you go. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. See, I know my, see, I Googled, see, before taking the job at MSG, well, no, not before, after taking the job research. at MSG, before starting, I watched the 94 documentary. I'm like trying to learn this stuff. That was such a crazy year. Yeah, but continue. Go ahead. No, I, I really enjoyed it. And the cool thing was, I knew that they ended up winning. Like I, that, I could, Obviously, that was not like, like, I knew that they won the championship that year of the Stanley Cup. But, and despite knowing that, it was still fun. One thing I love doing, there's a couple, there's a series on YouTube that I watch a lot um, called Rewinder from SB Nation. And they'll show clips from random points in history right before something happens. And some of them are kind of obvious, like, like they'll, they'll, they'll kind of name it like you know blah 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 reliving the touch of the drive oh and you know what's gonna happen or I'll know the play like if, ba- if it's basketball I know the, whether the shot went in or not but sometimes they'll do it let's say even let's say it's like a college game maybe I don't know because it's like from a long time ago and I'm like wow 
is the ball going to go in or not? And they'll go like through all the history of the, sh- of that shot. And then you'll see a rim out and then, Oh, the, the defensive team win or like whatever the offense, whatever happens. Like, that's how I felt for a lot of these Rangers games in that 94 documentary. Cause like, I think it was that, that series against the devils or whatever they came back. Oh yeah. 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 They were down. Yeah. Like, and so, see, I'm, I remember that. Like I'm very proud of myself for that, but I'm watching that and I'm like, wow. Like what's good. Like, I knew they were going to win in the end, but I'm like, what's the process that's going to be like? See what happened, how they won is incredible. Yeah. Like for, for someone like you that didn't know who Mark Messier, who the hell Mark Messier was. I still don't know who he is. But I, I, you know, I, I know, I, I know he was on that team and he was the captain and he was the old guy and he scored the game-winning goal in the in the right. in Stanley Cup. So I know that, but I still don't know anything about him. But it still was just special to watch that journey happen. And like honestly, for the first time, it's like, oh, see what happens like, it's in pretty between. Cool. See yeah. what happens in between. Yeah, I agree with. I like that. I like that that kind of aspect too. For for a sport that, I mean, if I did that with basketball with like the Knicks and stuff, I think there was an old documentary on msg it was called the the spring of 94 and it would go through the rangers and the Knicks seasons like simultaneously like at the same time i probably never looked at this i see it right now yeah i don't know if it was msg thing because it was hockey related i probably skipped over it a few years ago being very ignorant but i'm I'm gonna watch that now oh my god for sure 46 minutes and it goes through both teams man yep yep it goes through both teams it's like because the the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs are always like going on at the same time. Yeah. And you know, it's also crazy. I mean, when I first watched this, I was like in fourth grade. So I had no idea what, what this was, but like the OJ trial was happening. Oh, and, that's the craziest day in sports history for sure. Right. And that was like Arnold. It was also Arnold Palmer's last day, like golfing or whatever before he retired. No. So did the Rangers win that day or was it? I don't remember if it was. If it, if they're, I think the Knicks were playing that day. No, no, the Knicks were playing. It was Game Five, and it was like the pivotal Game Five, and the Knicks end up winning, um, and then the Rockets end up winning two straight in Game Six. Right, and, and then they lost this. this but series. Hmm. the series, the the, yeah. I think New York City would have like exploded if both the Knicks and the Rangers won that year. That would have been That's incredible. Crazy. It's so crazy. It was so close. They were so close, though. Dude, so, are you so seeing? Close. Are you seeing the side talk NYC videos? What's that side talk NYC? You know what that account is? No, I don't know. Uh, SB Nation? Or- no, Sizewick NYC is the new is the Instagram account. A graduate from Xavier is running it. One of the two guys that's running it. And they go outside. The, well, they do a lot of stuff. They do a lot of stuff in the street, which I don't really care about. What I care about is the basketball stuff. And like, I mean, I guess they'll do it for hockey maybe at some point. But they'll go outside MSG after a big Knicks win and interview people. And the responses they get are insane. You know what I'm oh talking about? Oh, my God. I saw a video of like all these Knicks fans going absolutely With Spider-Man in the head. You definitely saw it. They were going bonkers after the first game. They were so happy and so excited. I'd never seen anything like it. I'm like, oh, my God, jeez. See, the reason why I'll never be getting that video or anything like that is not because, like, number one, like, if I was just in the background, I wouldn't get in trouble or anything. Like, you know, being an employee of MSG is probably isn't the best idea to, like, be front and center. But the, people say some crazy shit. Some, uh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. People unfiltered. say some crazy stuff on that. Completely like, insane. Unfiltered. Like, yeah. and I really am waiting for like the news report to break about like the first person to lose their job from a side talk video only because like, to give you some background, I, when the Knicks were over 500 going to the all-star break for the first time, I was at that game with a bunch of my friends, actually Ryan Kennedy, who you met at, at the game yeah. um, and Ryan McGraw. No, we were, I was all, my God, it was all of us. It was the th- two, three of us and one of Ryan's friends from Fordham. 
Um, we were there. We were outside the arena. Saito comes up and puts the camera in Ryan, in Ryan McGraw's face, and he does the whole thing. They end up not using it. But then a homeless woman with her cart comes in the middle of us all standing out there, and she's like, you know, ah, she's like saying some gibberish, and they record her, and we're behind her going crazy and whatever. Like we're <laughs> jumping up and down. Super fun. They put that. They put that at the end of the video, like the last three seconds of the one-minute video, right? I'm in the background. I'm like maybe the fifth or sixth most seen face in that video because I was the homeless woman's number one. My friends are kind of a little bit more further up than me. I'm like in the middle, but like, you know, there's kind of like, she's in front of me. So it's kind of blocking my face. Joey, I know it was at the end of the video and I'm barely shown. I had like six or seven people DM me the video saying, yo, you're in this. Like, like, so can you imagine if I was like one of the first three people? Like, and I was like, and I was like, the microphone was in my face instead of like me being in the background at the end of the video. Oh my God. You, your DMs would be completely flooded. Dude, it would, it would like, and like, imagine, like that's why people are, are saying expletives and all this stuff and death threats to Trey Young. Like you gotta, like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, shocked. They're be- still in, like, what, it depends on what their, what their job is, I guess. But like, it's yeah, just, it's, it's a slippery slope, man. You gotta be careful with that. I mean, have fun and stuff, but like. Dude, I'm telling you, you know, people to watch the full minute video and spot me in the back. You really have to be paying attention. Wow. You got to watch like four or five times to have that happen to you. There's no way you like, like I've asked these people like, oh, you know, I just noticed you or whatever. But like, that's just goes to show you, like, you got to be careful with that stuff because they, they do it every game. And like, people say some crazy stuff. And even if you don't say crazy stuff, you're in a video of people saying crazy stuff and yeah, but other than that, I mean, I hope you know maybe we can get to a Rangers game soon. The Rangers do something crazy, and then the side talks there. Maybe I'll put a mask on. Maybe I'll put I'll wear, I'll wear a mask and get in there. I don't know. Right? Yeah, because uh, keep your identity secret. So I'm and to and to stay team. safe, you know, stop this. You know, we got we got to do that. Oh too. yeah, of course, to stay safe too. Yes, yes, of course, always. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would love to go to another Rangers game. I just, I will I will physically go to Kyriakos' meeting and take him out of there and drag yeah, him got, with yeah, me myself. Kyriakos, that was yeah, he's got to come to the next one. Yeah, I'm gonna. Like I had some people on on this podcast a couple of weeks ago, and they like every time I mention him, they're like, I'm convinced he doesn't exist because he hasn't been on in a while because he's been so busy with. Like, look, uh, he's the president, man. He's, he's the, the president, president of the dude. I was there in his room when he was, you know, going through it and stuff. And like to see him now as the president, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, um, so he's he's been swamped with 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 work and like, you know, I could barely get like words out of him to talk. Like he's so busy. I'm like, Jesus, man, you're you're and and he like he goes. He's been going like all over the place, like Florida, California. He's got like weddings cousins cousins engagement parties and, and stuff i'm like that's what happened family yeah. is family is killing it right Dude, now we're greek it's it's like Giannis always says family over everything that's how it goes of course over hockey course there's over drew hanlon said this and he i don't agree with the golf part of it because i just don't like golf but drew hanlon we were at we were at i was in miami for the player development conference he said if it's not basketball uh golf or my family I don't give a fuck. That's <laughs> literally what he said. And I relate to that big time. I, I got to figure out what my third thing is in place of golf. Cause I don't care about golf, but like really, if it's not basketball or family, I just really don't care. Like this is really how it is. I just don't care. Um, I got to find the third thing. I got to work on that, but gotcha. what, 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 what are your three, Joey? Um, probably family hockey and uh, pizza. <laughs> probably pizza. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Let's go with pizza. <laughs> 
Love it. I like that. Oh man, that's good. That's good. That's your ice cold take for the week. You know, one of my, oh yeah, it is my ice cold. Take. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You, I love that. I love the name of your podcast is phenomenal. Gag was hitting me up last because I had done my show in June. I think it was like July, August, you guys were starting this up. He was texting me like, you know, this is, I'm trying to do a show. Like, what do you think? Blah, blah. Your, your podcast art is fire. Um, oh, yeah, and then yeah, just, yeah, 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 the name's sick too. But it's funny. Okay. Speaking of pizza. So this is a crazy story, but my, one of my partners in MSG, his name is Randy. He is the world record holder for the number of pizza boxes folded in one, in one minute at 18. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I found out about that today because we were talking and I was telling him about, um, which we were just going back and forth about um, the game yesterday. And, and he was like, oh, I couldn't go because I was working. And I'm like, oh, where do you work? He goes, oh, I work in a pizza store in, in Central Jersey. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what? no way. Yeah. I, I, I forgot the name. So he's like, I forgot the name of yours. I had to look yours up. And then I told him and then he, he kind of didn't know whatever, but he works at a pizza store and you can look, you'll have to figure it out. Cause you can, if you Google his name, if you look up, look up a uh, world record pizza box folding and his name is Randy to Gregory. Uh, the, the, I forget his last name because I, I call him Randy because we're, you know, we're, we're coworkers, but I, I also like have recently met him like a week ago, but he was like, yeah, I have the world record world record for the number of pizza boxes folded in a minute at 18. I'm like, dude, no way. So I Google it. I find it. I find the video of him folding it. It's like insane. Uh, the world record before that was 14. And he's like, dude, he's like, I'm like, how did you like even think about breaking the record? He was like, honestly, man, like we were just messing around one day during COVID. We were all bored. And I thought to myself, and I told my buddy, like, what do you think is like the, I'm like, I, I, I do this pretty fast. What do you think is the world record for folding these things? And they go, like, oh, it's gotta be pretty, you know, pretty high. Like, you know, there's some pretty talented people in the world. He goes, I Googled it. I saw it was 14 and I tried it out myself. He's like, I was hitting 12 or 13 without any practice. He's like, I knew I can get 14. Uh, so he, he 17, he thought was his max at, at one point during the, the test runs when uh, they brought like the people from uh, Guinness Book of World Records to like test them and stuff. And then he like got 18 at one point, like by, you know, by a hair, like he got 18. And he said, that's it. He's like, that's it. There's no way I can get to 19. There's no way I can get to 19. Uh, 18, 18 right is now. his max. Uh, I'm pr- I was proud of him when I heard about it. He was telling me all about it. He's at the plaque. He showed me pictures of the plaque and stuff. It was just cool. And I thought of you. I realized this at the end of the show because I, when we mentioned pizza, I thought of that. But yeah, one of my boys is a Guinness World Record holder. It's pretty cool. That's interesting. I wonder how long he's worked at that pizzeria because we have a, a, a pizza guy that's been with us for like 15 years. Oh, he's he, like, he's got to be like a year older than us or two years old. He's not, yeah. he can't be that old. Okay, so I wonder, I wonder if that guy from our, my pizzeria could get could try. It. I don't know. I'll, I'll ask him. I'll ask him to see how many boxes he can fold in a minute. Send him the video. It's a, it's it's quick, man. It's quick. I have the article right here. I'll, I'll I'll let him know. Yeah, but that's a really interesting fact. I actually really like that. But yeah, pizza. You uh, pizza, you came hockey, pizza, hockey, and family. I love that. Pizza, man. hockey, yeah. and family. For me, remember those three things: family, kids. basketball. I gotta find the third. I got to find the third. If it could be like, you know what? Like mentality is a big thing for me. Like having a good mindset. So like, that's yeah. like a thing that I focus on a lot. Positivity. Positivity. If yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. If it's not basketball, family or positivity, like just cause it could be like, okay, I don't like, I don't like, I'm, I'm not a hockey fan, but because it's you, Joey, and it, it, you're a positive person, you know what I mean? Like that's what made me want to do this. If anyone else asked me to do a hockey podcast, I'd say no. 
right? Obviously, like, what am I going to, what value can I provide to a hockey podcast? What I can provide is an insane amount of positivity. And I knew our vibes would match. So I knew this would work. Obviously, I was, uh-huh. you, you could ask me to come on. If it's you, you could ask me to come on a, a, you know, a cooking show or whatever, any kind of podcast, I'd say yes. <laughs> but that's why it's because the vibes match and the positivity is there. So yeah, maybe that's my third. Hmm. You just gave me a, I kind of gave it to myself like, just by talking, but like a philosophical reasoning as to, yep. you know, eh, wow, mind blown. You, t- you talked yourself into it just now. So, good I mean, you. you're convinced we're settled. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, John, thanks so much for hopping on with me and doing this. Like, yeah, this is, this is great. I mean, this is a really, really nice recap of what happened on Monday. Like, you know, like I knew about the tickets Sunday, Sunday afternoon. And I, I got saw them. Yeah. yeah. I saw, I'm like, what? Yes, yes, yes. A thousand times. Yes. I'm going to this game. I'm going to this game and no one's stopping me or whatever. I'm going to this. I need to do this. And we did it. And it was great. We got on the Jumbotron. The Rangers scored it one goal, but ended up losing. Who cares that they lost? It was a great, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. The only thing could have made it better was if they won, but you know, it happens. Like, like we're, we're, it happens. They won but, four straight coming into that game. And to me, you can't win them all. So. That's, 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 that's how you put it. It's the positive mindset. And, you know, you'll, maybe you'll, you'll get them next time. But also one thing I want to say is thank you for having me on the show. It was a lot of fun. I know you said we, you know, we did a great job recapping the game, but we did a lot more than that. We touched all, oh, we yeah. touched pizza stories. We touched, I mean, I got to share my thing about the student associate program, which I recommend a lot of people. If, if anyone listening to the show wants to be a student associate next year, uh, reach out to me. My, my best social media platform is LinkedIn by far. So just John Hart of Phyllis, obviously my name will be in the show notes. I'm, I'm assuming. So like, you know, just look me up, send me a message. I'll help you out in whatever way I can. Obviously I can't just make, I can't hire someone as a student associate or anything like that, but I can point you in the right direction, talk, show you, introduce you to people that do make those decisions. And who knows? I mean, you know, any friends I can make at MSG, whether they're basketball fans, whether they're hockey fans, whatever it might be, or, or, or they're just very positive people. <laughs> you know, or whether my family, I'm, I'm happy to do that. So Joey, thank you for the opportunity to talk about for coming up hockey. This is my first and maybe last, unless you ask me to come on again, this is my first and last hockey podcast. So I want to thank you for this so much. This was great. Yeah, no problem, man. This is great. Good. Uh, great having you on, man. And once again, thanks so much for the tickets. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at theboysandblue94. See you all next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know.